Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. I don't know what I'm doing today. Welcome into a fraudulent Wednesday. I think I said fraudulent. I guess that's how it's going to be today. Lots of fraudulent things happening with you frauds. Kenny says he hates his fraudulent back. Keeps these, You know, it's great uh, when you get a guy who is notorious for complaining. Actually has a reason to complain about something. My back! Ah, my back! It's incredible. Hey, don't worry. The back is eventually going to heal. Just, you know, be very, very careful not to aggravate. Ease your way through it. Continue to lose weight, and it will get better. You only have about another year and a half of debilitating pain. And then you have the rest of your life um, to live. So uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel, albeit a small light. It is far away. I'm going to keep you in check, you know. Yes, you're doing great. 26 pounds as of yesterday. Uh, Kenny's looking at it from the Dave Ramsey perspective, year and a half of fatness and pain. And also I'll be debt free in a year and a half. It's all going to come together. Um, so in a year and a half, when you're 200 pounds, debt free, no back pain, your penis now doesn't stick out like a, a, a mushroom, a button mushroom, because you've el- eliminated all of the tissue around it. So that your your giant hog is just dangling down like Snuffleupagus's nose or trunk. They call it a trunk, not a nose. Kenny says, "Yeah, but all these medical bills. Eh, don't worry about it. Cross that bridge when you get to it. You can only do so much, you know." I'm all about making people happy today. 
We have Dear Meathead coming up. I got to remember Adam's Adam Balboa's question or else he's going to get butthurt at me. A uh, few of you have already sent in questions for Dear Meathead. Thank you. I need more. I always need more. I want more. I want more. That's uh, Charlie Murphy. None of you get that reference. Excuse me. I got to drink this coffee. I almost just choked on it right in front of you. Damn it. That'd have been great. Stand by. I am coffeeed up. I am oatmealed up. Uh, update from buyers. My doc. He must think I'm an absolute psychopath. But I was experiencing so much damn anxiety. Uh, with that whole sugar episode. So after the flurry, flurry of emails that I sent him on my chart, um, no less than 10 in which I'm running around the house and every minute and a half, I'm taking a blood test. I got about a thousand of those strips all over the place. My fingertips hurt from being pricked so many times by those lancets. And uh, I'm watching it go up, go down. I don't know what's up, what's down. And then I finally realized that you test it before you eat. And then you test it two hours after. And not... 15 minutes after you absolutely obliterate a can of lemonade. Um, After I slam the can of lemonade and then the number came out as 294. When I saw the 294, I was like, oh, that's not good. And then I looked it up and it said anything north of 300 requires medical attention hospitalization you could go into some type of coma so like oh shit well i feel fine how can i be just six points away from death and i feel great so i'm not sure what was up with that i think that might be normal for that maybe a little high for that amount of time after though then I saw that if it's two hours after and you test it and it's north of 140, you that's problematic. South of 140, no big deal. So I sat here with you yesterday. And uh, after two hours after eating the oatmeal, on this show, I tested 86, which is great. So I'm like, uh-oh. This may have been a classic easy rhyme fraudulent jumping of the gun moment. Seven emails to buyers. First of all, indicating to him that I fucked up the test that he ordered for my physical, which is always 12 hour fast to get an accurate fasting uh, uh, number. I didn't do that. So I had to break that news to him. Then I sent him all this shit. 
And then he writes, okay. As your labs were not done fasting, I have placed another order for a, uh, a lab to be done, and it should be done fasting prior to our appointment so we can review that as well as your blood sugars and symptoms. At this time, the sugar numbers you sent are not dangerous. Though the high one may be a little concerning if those are happening frequently over time. I'm not kidding you. Two nights ago, when I was laying in bed, all I could do was remember my nephrologist saying you can never, ever contract diabetes with one kidney. And so I, I'm laying in there essentially making funeral arrangements. Well, I got to call uh, my insurance guy. Oh, I got to plan my funeral. Oh, yep. I got to make sure that everything's okay with the grandkids. Say goodbye to everybody and that'll be it. I'll just wrap it up at 53 years old. I may have put the cart before the horse to some degree. Do you ever do that? You know, and I, I am the classic um, do as I say, not as I do, because I'm constantly telling people, and I do this, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly good at it. I've gotten better at it when it comes to um, try not to predict the future. Try not to play the what-if game. Now, yeah, what-if game drives me nuts because Madison will actually say, yeah, but Dad, what if? And I'm like, ah, ah, I do not play what if. Adam Balboa writes, don't forget my dear meathead question. I know. So, um, but I was playing what if. What if this happens? What? In fact, it wasn't what if. It was when these things happen. I don't know how I even got one minute of sleep on Monday night, but uh, I woke up yesterday and I was like, oh boy, okay, but it's right back there. Um, I felt pretty uh, pretty solid for the whole day. Um, I didn't eat any candy. However, I did eat some sugary foods. Had some grapes at some point. I ate fairly normal for the day. Um, but yeah, today same thing. I gotta I gotta get some food in me. I don't know about I. This is definitely worth a look. It doesn't mean uh, that there's nothing wrong. It. I think this is more of a, hey, um, if it's going to happen, <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to happen to you. <coughs> Damn it. So you better be careful, okay? Um, so I'm a little little concerned about that. Uh, welcome into you all again. Uh, dear Meathead, uh, that happens in um, 48 minutes. Right here. You can send a question to uh, eric at ericsaintshow.com if you have a question for dad. Would love to hear from you. Uh, I guess the next couple days, um, the so-called heat dome is uh, right overhead. Way up here in the north and, uh, of course, down in the south. 
100 million plus Americans affected by the heat dome. It's the uh, the type of heat uh, where they're going to take the uh, humidity number and the uh, and the temperature to give you a heat index. That's always a bitch because it's north of a hundred. Uh, today and tomorrow around here, they have uh, reduced the school day to one half day. Now, it's interesting to me because. Um, in our schools here, the Jenison public schools, we just had a, uh, a millage, you know, where they, when the school needs something, they, they put it in front of the taxpayers. Hey, can we do this? Will you vote on this? And can we get this money to do this? And, uh, that happens all the time and usually no problem at all. And the good taxpayers around here, uh, always approve it. And one of the things was air conditioning and, uh, they got a ton of cash. They installed air conditioning all over the place. All these schools get air conditioning. And so then Dinah comes home yesterday. She goes, oh, yeah, only half day. I go, why? So I'm not sure what she told me. There may be a reason for it. Maybe they're not turning it on, turning it on. Or what? I was like, well, why not? Why did, what, what the fuck? Why are we getting into a thermostat war over this? If you have the air conditioning that the taxpayers paid for, turn it on. So here we are. Um, the first day of school is today here for Jenison Public Schools. And uh, it's a half day because it's just too hot. Today and tomorrow, they're taking a half day so that in the uh, debilitating heat, they can send the kids home. And uh, I remember this is the old portion of the show where I'm like, hey, b- back in my day. And this is true. Uh, the only reason why I'm bringing this up is to tell this story. Because truth be told, if it is hot as balls in the classroom, for whatever reason, the the AC isn't on, I, I don't care. And uh, so that's, I mean, hell, uh, more time with Pooh Bear. Even though today I did lose Pooh Bear points on the first day of school, this is not a great way to start the, um, the school year because... Uh, she says to me last night, okay, uh, I have to be up at 6.30 for school. I said, okay, awesome. You want me to show you my new moves? And she says, no, uh, I'm not interested. And I said, oh, okay, thanks. So then uh, went to bed, wake up, alarm goes off at 6.30. Perfect, right? Uh, hit snooze. She does not hear the alarm. Now, had she heard the alarm, she would have said 10 more minutes. And then that would have been perfect because that's what I did. So I just bypassed that and just hit the button. Alarm goes off at 640 now. Then I lay there and it's 643. I go, poo. And she says, what? I said, it's time to get up. It's 643. What? What? I told you 6.30. I go, yeah, I know. I'll let you sleep a little bit. I have to be out the door at 7.30. I cannot believe this. That's it. You lost 500 Pooh Bear points. I go, all right, it's ridiculous, but whatever. Um, see, She eventually snapped out of it. And I probably won't be able to show her my moves 
for a significant time further. Uh, Kenny says it's going to be absolutely scorching down here. Full school days. Donut Dance says now they need more money to cover the bill for the air and then to put it to put in a new football field. Chris says can't afford to turn it on, but now they have a sports complex bigger than the Detroit Lions. Uh, Kent dropped the E at he uses all of the schools, but one have AC. Backing up even further, Nate says all of this anxiety could have been avoided with a fasting blood draw. Yeah, you know, no, uh, no reason to do that. Uh, Tyler says no new moves tonight. Good going. Also saying on the plus side, you won't need coffee this morning because snapping awake like that is quite the adrenaline rush. That's what I could have told her. Um, so off they go. When I was, I remember this vividly and it all, um, kind of came to a head recently. It's kind of like a combining of stories because I was driving, uh, near my home and I was at a, a traffic light and they, the, uh, a work crew was redoing the asphalt. And so they got the machine putting down the, the asphalt and, um, and then it, it smells horrible, you know, petroleum based smells like burning oil, you know, and, uh, there's all sorts of crew that are there and all of the, uh, smoke from the, from the hot asphalt. I don't know if that's smoke or, or just vapor that's steaming off or whatever, but it, it smells so bad, you know? And the first thing I thought was my God, how dumb do you have to be to be working in that environment? I can barely stand it in my car as I drive by. And you're the, you're, your lungs are just consuming uh, all of that. And I thought, what? how can you possibly be that ridiculous? You're, it's like you're just uh, basically breathing cancer in. You'd be better off just chain smoking. It would be healthier for you than what you're breathing at that point. I don't understand why people don't wear a respirator. It's too hot. Okay. Well, then you can, here's your choices. Die or get another job. Why would you do that? And then I got to thinking, combining that moment to how the schools are getting let out. When we were growing up, Wilkerson Elementary School will never forget. We started the school year. And uh, they were they weren't done yet putting a new roof on the school. This is a flat building where they have to put a tar. So all these Mexicans go up on the roof and they they put the tar down, and it's like fucking Andy Dufresne, you know, when they're uh, uh, putting the new roof on the gymnasium on Shawshank Redemption. So you got the Mexicans up there with these hot mops putting that shit down, and. It's 150 degrees in the classroom and we're all getting these fumes. It was absolutely atrocious and horrendous. How the fuck did they expect us to learn? This is the 1970s. So nobody gave a shit. We're like, yeah, whatever. Suck it up. Uh, we'd go outside and play uh, uh, smear the queer and N word pile 
which I've told you the story about that many, many times before, where the lunch ladies would actually be out, you know, patrolling the grounds outside, make sure that uh, when people break their necks, they can tell someone to come take them off. And you, you would scream. We'd find the weakest kid, which is usually me, and uh, smear the queer is what you'd play. So I was always the queer, and then I would get smeared. And then when I'm down, now it's time for N-word pile. And everybody would yell the word uh, N-word and then pile and then jump on me. So there's uh, seven to ten children in a big pile, and I'm at the bottom of the N-word pile. And then the teachers, the, the lunch lady say, hey, hey. We're like, oh, we're in trouble for saying the N-word. She goes, no, nah, I don't care about that. Just, just get off of them. Somebody's going to hurt themselves. Oh, yeah, okay, great. All right, and then uh, because of the um, the uh, risk of injury, uh, Mr. Palo said, look, uh, I know you guys are having fun out there, but you are no longer to do, uh, you are no longer allowed to do, and he would say it, an N-word pile out there. And we were like, oh, man, no more N-word pile. And nobody gave a shit. You just say it. I mean, it was, it was, uh, God damn, that's that's horrific. Ugh. Corey says they used to play those games in Boy Scouts and then add just an average day at the Robert E. Lee Elementary School. Corey yesterday uh, was uh, live live streaming on Twitch, and uh, he actually did like a podcast to start it. He got on there. I was there busting his balls. He said hello to me, and then he finally got to play in his games with all of his nerd friends. It uh, looked pretty fun. Nice job. Ryan writes, I never had AC in any of my schools. Bunch of pricks entitling a generation of children. They need to feel the heat or they'll all turn out whiny. Exactly. Kind of like that guy um, who wrote that song that I like. What's that? Uh, what's his name again? Oliver Anthony, rich men north of Richmond. I've been growing my beard, complaining all day. Most of my fans they like to beat up gays. I've been bitching about stuff nonstop all the day. Uh, yeah, but I like that song. My video that I posted uh, is still stupid. I posted that um, review of the song, and I went, "Oh my god, I love this song! Congratulations! All that, all that bitching. You're gonna be a rich man now." And um, that has continued to be true. And the ridiculous video, all I did was posted a video of me watching the video and said, oh my God, this guy's going to make a million dollars. And um, it's, you know, like I indicated before, anything that I do, shit, hold on. That's uh, more than a thousand views is viral. This one is 72,000 fucking people have viewed my stupid video. All right. Uh, so send your questions in for dad, for dear meathead. 
Uh, yesterday, I did another episode of Who Are These Broadcasters? I think that's what they call it. I call it Who Are These Broadcasts? But Carl and Christian call it Who Are These Broadcasters? It is under the umbrella, in the universe, as they say, of uh, Who Are These Podcasts? If uh, you want to check it out, I posted it on my Facebook page. We basically sit for like an hour, hour and 15 minutes and uh, chit chat about various nonsensical things that have happened um, in broadcast in the last week. Some of the things we've actually covered on this show. But uh, if you want to check that out, you can see right here. Oh, damn it. No, you can't see anything. It just looks black to you because I don't know what I'm doing, apparently. Uh-huh. There you go. W-A-T-B. Who are these broadcasters? Episode 2 live stream. So you can get to it by going to the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube stream. And then there, or just um, copy the uh, link that I'm sending to you right now. There you go. Uh, Hollywood Joe is in here. And uh, Joe says, Eric. Uh, that is, Joey writes, Joey Williamson says, please say a prayer for me today. I have to go see an electrophysiologist to figure out why I am having arrhythmias. Well, come on now, buddy. You want us to enlist the prayer power? You're going to be just fine. Yes, that's no problem, but you're going to be just fine. Um, now, there are people here who do not believe... In the power of prayer. Kyle Ryan, I'm looking at you. So, uh, Kyle, if you say a prayer, it will have more magnitude. Because it's unexpected. Like, baby Jesus is up there. And if I throw a prayer at him, and Kenny throws a prayer at him, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I get stuff from these guys all the time. You know, whatever. But if you, who... um I, I I don't know what the terminology you are. Is it atheist or uh, uh, gaytheist or whatever? Uh, if you do it, it would, there you go. Tyler says it would count as five regular prayers. It would go to the top of the pile. So there you go. You're going to be just fine. Um, okay. Dear meathead. We are 32 minutes away from that. Believe it or not. I have to go tinkle. It was bad last night. I, um, I, uh, with this whole potential sugar issue, I, uh, spent the day drinking water all day, which is a good thing. However, with the prostate issue, um, 
I rarely empty my bladder. So if it gets even hardly any pee in it, I have to pee. It's not like I can't really let it get too full. It, it doesn't. It, I just have to pee. It's ridiculous. Um, so I try to, at the end of the day, limit my water. Not yesterday. I was drinking all the way up till, uh, till bedtime. And my God, every freaking hour I was up going pee. It sucks getting old. At this point, there is no way I'll even want to make it past like 55. Holy shit. Don't go anywhere, please. So glad you're here. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. I see some great ideas. It's time for adult diapers. Then just let it rip. Uh, Even if that were um, something I considered, which is just so stupid, uh, I'm not the type of person that can just pee. It's a process. There are times when I'm in my own bathroom, and if I'm distracted, I can't pee. Like, if I'm looking at my phone when I happen to be peeing, I can't pee. I got to put the phone down and like go to a happy place in order to actually pee. Keep a two liter under the desk. So dumb. Yeah. I'm just going to pee right in a two liter while I'm doing the show. What's the point of that? I'll just walk into the bathroom and do it. Tyler says, just pop a catheter in your bladder and enjoy it. When it gets yanked out, I'm telling you, there was something magical about that moment. Because, so it was in my PP. This is during the kidney um, operation. And uh, the, the, the lady comes in and she just puts my little pecker right in her hand. And she just pulls it out. I'm like, oh, ooh, that's not bad. It was, I was like, this is, uh, I'm pretty sure I was elevated just a little off the sack as that happened. It was exceptional. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's, it's, uh, it it wasn't unpleasant when she, uh, when she gently removed that thing out of my ding dong. Uh, Ryan says, my biggest fear in this world is getting a catheter. You don't feel it when it goes in there. Typically, they put it in there, put it in there when you're like knocked out. And then when they remove it, I'm telling you, it was a, it was the, the best thing that happened to me that whole day. That whole day was unpleasant post-surgery. But that one moment, uh, it was, a, it was kind of a diamond in the rough. Hey, guys, guess what? Amanda um, has a comment about that type of thing. Did you know that Amanda sells things that you can put in your ding-dong? Had no idea. We know. We know we're well aware that you can put things in your ding dong and we're well aware that you pedal them.
Did I mention we know? Ryan says there's no way it felt good. You must have some kind of freakish body with a wang that enjoys pain. I don't know, man. Uh, Ashley says Eric reveals his catheter kink for free. No Patreon needed. Uh, I have, I don't know. Okay. Maybe that would be a kink. That sounds quite kink like, but I don't know if the feet thing are a kink. Is that a, is that considered a, a kink feet? I think it might. Corey says show penis correspondent, Amanda live on the scene. Okay. Maybe you don't sell those things. Doesn't matter. You are an expert on all things going into a body. We know that. We're well aware you are the absolute master of buying devices that get shoved into things. Okay. Uh, the sh- if anybody's familiar with the show, Orange is the New Black. Taryn... Manning. I never watched the show. A lot of people did. Here she is from uh, a red carpet event. Looks fairly normal. Okay. Well, the shit has hit the fan with her. This is a TikToker uh, reviewing the recent drama with Taryn Manning. She just got the urge to do this, I guess, and reveal to the world uh, a couple of very sensitive things. What in the name of Pensatucky is going on with Taryn Manning? If you have not seen this video yet, you need to check it out and then we'll chat. The man that I've been messing with is a married man and, and every night. Well, it looks like a different person. And boy, is she fucked up. Well, for about three nights in a row, or even maybe there's a night in between, I was licking his butthole. Yep. Because he liked it. And I didn't mind doing it. I really loved him. I was like, yes, like we're into the same thing, like we're kinky, blah, blah, blah. And his wife, because he's married, I've been licking your man's butthole for weeks on end because he he likes it a lot, and I do it to him. And he comes to me, and it happens. And it's, that's a lot. I know it's a lot of information, but I'm the lunatic. Don't you ever threaten me when your husband came to me to get his butthole in. Yep. Like- oh. God damn. It's hard to believe this is a skilled actress. She said, that's a lot. That is a lot of information. Apparently she took to Instagram, posted this video, basically admitting she's been having an affair with a married man. A bunch of people investigated to find out who this man was. And of course they found him, but they also found out that she was friends with his wife. So there's pictures of the two of them on her, on the wife's Facebook page of them going to like a Shania Twain concert or something. So people tracked him down, and apparently this was his Instagram account. 
Oh no. This is the grossest part of the story. She's licking this guy's asshole. Oh, <laughs> fuck. So this is him. Apparently, this is the man that she's been having an affair with. Um, I think a lot of people are worried because she looks like her character on Orange is the New Black right now. She's been very open with her sobriety. Um, hopefully, she... Or lack thereof. She hasn't fallen back into old habits. I guarantee you she has. She's completely bombed. The video does not sound good. She actually posted um, a statement shortly after that, basically saying it was all a lie and to ignore it. But then she shared this post. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't You can't do all that and then just say, yeah, I was lying. Uh, no big deal. Carry on as usual. Come on. So she posted this statement on her Instagram. Over the past few days, I've had some time to reflect on the situation I've been dealing with. I was deeply hurt and handled things on a public platform. Uh, I should have just dealt with them and quietly with them quietly with the support of my close friends and family. The close friends and family are like, thank God you didn't. It was either she tells uh, the online world that she likes to eat ass or she tells her friends and family. Mom and dad, guess what? I feel a lot of guilt after exposing everything and thought maybe the best resolution of the situation would be to say I lied. But that is not the truth. I started a relationship with somebody who was married and told me he would leave his wife. In the end, I found out that wasn't possible. So that's why she was hurt. So she's all hurt about that. You know, she was left holding the bag. That's terrible. Uh... So she decided to go online and say, I like eating this dude's asshole. I pride myself on being an ethical and kind person. I know what I did was wrong, but the heart makes you do crazy things sometimes. I am sorry for exposing my situation. I am not sorry for how I love. I hope to find somebody who cherishes me the way I adore them. A healthy type of love. A love that isn't so blind that it forces me to be somebody I'm not. This was a huge learning lesson for me. With all this said, I'm asking everyone to please give me my privacy so I can heal and mend my heart. Thank you, Taryn. And that's all great. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I can certainly understand where you're coming from there. But uh, for the love of God, uh, I don't even give a shit that you like to eat ass. I mean, who doesn't really? Anyone who says that they don't like to eat ass is a liar. I felt a lot of guilt okay. after exposing everything and thought maybe the best resolution for the students retracting that. I started a relationship with somebody who was being an ethical and kind. I am sorry for exposing my situation. She's sorry, this lady reads. You can tell she's Canadian because I think she said out or oat. Out is, uh, uh, wait a minute, doubt is how do you say doubt in Canadian? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. She's sorry. Situation. I'm not sorry for how I love. I hope to find somebody who cherishes me the way I adore them. I'm not. This was a huge learning lesson for me with all. All right. I don't need to play what I just read. Come on, idiot. Um, all right. I, I can look past. All right, you, you had an affair with a married man. 
Uh, you're left holding the bag. That, that's two unfortunates. Uh, you tell the world that you like to eat ass. That is a positive. We need more people like that to announce that eating ass is the thing to do. Uh, you will have heartache and you will have pain and people might point and laugh and call you an ass eater, but that's ridiculous because they are all ass eaters too. Every one of you is an ass eater who's enjoying this show. So, okay, two negatives. Married, fucking around with a married guy. Um, and, uh, and then two negative, uh, negative number two, your heart is broken. Negative number three, that guy looks like a bag of shit. Negative number four, you look like a bag of shit. Because you're just unhealthy. Uh, positive. Telling everyone you eat ass. So now you have a net three negatives and then the fourth another negative it would be your fifth overall giving you a net of four negatives is that you're intoxicated i would say that's the most pressing issue when you sober up those other things will work themselves out and you might even be better at ass eating all right good luck to her but my god was she fucked up Uh, Dave says, raise his hand, guilty of eating ass. All right. Uh, in addition to eating ass, I'm very thankful, uh, for the people on Facebook X and, uh, YouTube when it's working, uh, for signing up and being part of the show. But if you want the full show, it's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Uh, go there for all the ass eating drama. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live. All one word. Audio podcast available wherever you download shows. Just search my name, Eric Zane Show, and there it is. And all of its ass eating glory. I appreciate you in uh, whatever way, shape, or form that you're getting the show. It all uh, makes it all it makes it all possible, I guess. Uh Patreon, it is a fraudulent Wednesday today. We'll be doing Who Are These Justins? Probably getting started at about mm, 5.45. And then uh, we'll be doing who uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast at around 6.30 today. If you want those shows as part of the Patreon membership, you can sign up for seven days free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, Donut Dan says another negative. She was intoxicated while in a car. Yeah, she's probably driving too. Thank God she didn't kill somebody. Pull an old Anne Hayes. Jesus. Uh, all right. So I'm going to say goodbye to you folks on Facebook and X. Just can't get around calling it X. Can't do it. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, X brought to you by Blue Frost IT.
Speaking of Irvines, tomorrow is car show day. I'm double booked. Uh, I'm doing the huge show. So I will be there after 6 p.m. The car show starts at 5 p.m. at Irvine's. Okay. Come hang out. See the cars. Uh, have snacks, beverages, all that stuff. No alcohol. Uh, on the uh, premises of Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Along 44th Street in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Come see us. Check out the cars. Hang out. Uh, and then when that's all done... We're going to head over to the Beltline Bar. And there's a there might be an impromptu birthday party there. I told Diana, I go, look, we're going to be there at about 8, uh, maybe a little bit before. It just depends on when Megan wants to wrap it up and we can go. Uh, and we're going to go hang out, get something to eat, have a drink. You'll have a drink. I'll just watch you have a drink. Uh, and she says, well, that's Madison's birthday. So we got to do something for Madison's birthday. I go, well, bring her. It says be a great birthday party for Madison. Uh, for sure. But I don't know if that's going to happen. That is all tomorrow. Thank you to Irvine. 616-532-6600. The place in West Michigan uh, to get your vehicle repaired. If you have any mechanical issues with your car, 616-532-6600 is well worth the uh, trip. If you're a little bit out of the way to take your car to Irvine's, they have free loaner cars for you to use while your vehicle is being repaired. They uh, will work on all makes and models. I think for the longest time I was saying anything but a Volkswagen. But I think maybe that might be in the cards now. I guess there's somebody there that they hired who, who loves it. He like gets a chubby every time he has to work on a Volkswagen. I don't know what's so different about a Volkswagen. I have no idea. I'm just telling you what they told me. Uh, word to the grapevine is they will work on your Volkswagen now. Maybe Maybe Megan can clarify that for me. Show mom, Megan. Um, all right. Ashley says, Mr. and Mrs. Shoreliner will be there. Wow. Speaking of coming out, uh, Michigan's newest power couple, Ashley and Tim. Your old pal EZ introduced the two and boom, mutual attraction went off like a hydrogen bomb. Fusion. These two are on fire. Oh my God. They're like finishing each other's sentences. Lovey-dovey. It was enriched uranium, supercritical mass. All good. I'm glad. Makes me happy. Everybody needs somebody to love. Everybody needs somebody. Kyle says, eating each other's asses. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that um, it was, I said to Tim, I sent him a pic. Well, I said to Ashley, I go, hey, I got a guy I'd like to introduce you to. Um, send me some pics you want me to send him. So I did. And he goes, oh my God, she, she looks fantastic. I'd love to meet her. 
So then uh, I sent pics back to Ashley. And then these two, uh, hey, I did a uh, text introduction. Here you go. Or I reached out to Tim. I go, this is her number. Call her, you know, see see what's going on. And they just chit-chatted away. And the next thing you know, like two, three days later, I'm at Bosco's. I said, you guys should come to Bosco's and I'll make you, I'll make you food. And there they are, two of my favorite people. And uh, there they are. They're having a good time. I served the quesadilla, the boscadilla. Um, and then, you know, they looked like they had a good time getting to know each other. And then uh, they, they quickly rose the ranks of relationship status. And uh, <laughs> Ashley writes, blue collar men don't have laptops. Yeah, Tim works his fucking ass off, um, striping parking lots and athletic fields. I mean, he puts in long days. And uh, yeah, these two, uh, Ashley writes, um, there was one comment I saw she wrote about that. We have not spent a day apart. Toothbrush at his house, everything. So they're all in. They, they, they made it official like weeks ago. And it's like, they're like two peas in a pod. I uh, I suspect big things on the horizon from you two. No pressure. But uh, I'm very, very happy. Amanda says, Eric, you've got to do this for me, but no Kenny. Well, look, um, let me put it to you this way, Amanda. Um, if you had a time machine and you went back in time, and uh, you wanted to commission a famous artist for some artwork in your house. And you uh, you go over to uh, Michelangelo's house. And you say, so look, dude, I want you to paint a picture for me. But uh, I'm going to tell you how to do it. He's going to tell you to fuck off. All right? You cannot tell... The master, Ari Zane, sex agent, or relationship agent, how to build this thing. I make matches appropriately. And uh, you and Kenny um, are fixer-uppers. There's no there's no way, um, I mean, you might be perfect in the ass-eating department, but you both have a lot in common. And... You could work as a team and it would be just so much great sexual tension. I don't know why you don't dive into this. I I mean, I know you say that you're repulsed by him, but you have to unrepulse yourself. That's the only way this is going to work. You, you have to let the master do his thing. Okay. You have plenty in common. My God. All right, go ahead. You see, that's the problem. You're trying to tell Ari Zane how to do his job. Tyler says no pressure, but Eric could also marry you. Uh, absolutely. And that, and that, you know, if they ever get to that point, and God willing, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Shoreliner will do that, uh, it, it would be epic. I, okay, 
There's a lot of things that I'm really, really great at. In fact, there isn't much that I don't excel at. But of all the things that I am the absolute best at, it's marrying people. I do. I have zero dissatisfied customers. Everybody loves me. Kenny says, give me a noose instead. Oh, my God. And don't forget, Kenny's down 26. So every pound means another micrometer of exposed penis. Jesus. It's ridiculous. Uh, Linda says, I did matchmaking once. They're married with two kids now. Yeah, that's great. Amanda says, I wanted to get set up with the Polish king, but nobody knows what happened to him. Trust me, you do not want to get set up with the Polish king. No. You do not want that. You want a good guy like Kenny. Come on now. Uh, All right. Anyway, I mentioned Irvine's. I also want to mention Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, sarahondagranville.com. The place to buy a car. Brand new Honda vehicle can be yours. Go test drive one today at Sarah Honda Granville. They are on Kennewa Avenue, just north of 44th Street in beautiful Granville, Michigan. S-E-R-R-A, sarahondagranville.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Thad and the crew at Sarah Honda Granville. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Okay. Next up. Uh, My pals in Ottawa County uh, are up to their old tricks again. 
first off, yesterday was the um, uh, Ottawa County Board of Commissioners meeting where all the lunatics go and speak. Um, that material is going to be culled and uh, produced into another edition of uh, Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? Which could very well happen next week. Uh, we might do Who Are These Free Beers next week? I don't know. Probably a better idea to do Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists, though, because the meeting just happened yesterday. It would make sense if we actually featured that show uh, next week. But, um, yeah, so they went after it. And there's a couple of things. In Ottawa County, they voted on a new thing where if you're a parent, you can um, get a they, – they're making it easier to, for parents to get a vaccine waiver if the event comes down where, um, let's say, there's a pandemic similar to what we just finished up or may rear its head again. We don't know. I sound like Trump. We don't know. Uh you can make it so that your kid does not need to get vaccinated. And you know, uh, it's that whole parental freedom thing, which is bullshit. Forget the fact that the vaccine, uh, keeps you healthy longer. Uh, forget the fact that the, uh, that the masks are there to keep you from infecting others. Uh, health be damned. Uh, you can have your childhood vax, your child's uh, vaccine waiver. They okayed that yesterday by a nine to two vote. Uh, they are more concerned. They want you to have your freedom and they don't believe that there's anything that can happen to you. A lot of these people don't even believe that COVID even exists. So now you've got this outlier community that has this in place where um, they can basically do whatever they want. And uh, and you psychopaths who believe that um, are like, yeah, I, I don't want my kid to uh, uh, get the vaccine. So um, and I don't want them kept out of the school and I have the freedom to do that. So off you go. Good. Good for you. Uh, the resolution acknowledges that there are already systems in place to receive vaccine waivers for school or child care on the state and county level, but expresses that the board, quote, respects individual freedoms and parental rights of the people of Ottawa County to make choices regarding childhood vaccines. These, basically, these, this was already an option. So why they had to have a resolution for something that already exists is kind of pointless. Uh, it recommends that any vaccine promotion by Ottawa County for school and licensed child care programs include full and accurate information about the exemptions and waivers available. It also recommends waiver sessions include, quote, information on both the risks and the benefits of vaccines. Well, that's interesting because while there are risks, like you can say to these idiots, um, COVID gives a person a higher risk of myocarditis than the vaccine, which is true. The vaccine, especially in young people, gives them a risk of myocarditis, which could lead to inflammation of that, uh, the myocardium, um, 
which could lead to all sorts of complications. However, if you take the vaccine, that happening is much more rare than if you actually catch COVID. So, all right, great. You're telling me information that actually bolsters uh, what is actually happening. And I would assume that most people are aware of that anyway. So, uh, yeah, you got you to present both sides, both sides of risks and the benefits of the vaccine. You got to show a copy of vaccine package inserts. So what's actually on the packaging, vaccine ingredients, and a link to VAERS, VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System Data. So if anybody has a uh, adverse reaction, the consumer in Ottawa County has to be provided a link to that so that they can make a quote-unquote informed decision. Now, if you're brilliant and smart like me, you don't give a shit about any of that. You say, put that shit in me. I want it. Put it right in my dick tip. I don't care. Uh, by the way, I'm due for another shot. Um, I actually had my last one in November of last year. And I want to get number six in me, ASAP. The one Democrat, Zilstra, expresses appreciation of bringing awareness to vaccines, but said he did not like how the resolution was laid out. I actually don't have too much of a problem with this. You know, um, I don't give a shit if they have to give me both sides of the information. I already know both sides of the information. Zilstra says he voted no on the resolution on vaccine waivers because he believes the document could have been more balanced by presenting the overall benefits of vaccinations in addition to the information offered around waivers. I mean, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, if if more idiots don't get vaccinated, they're going to croak anyway. They have a better chance of croaking. What do we care? These are these are scum people. Who gives a shit? If they've got a death wish, let them die. It's not our problem. Fuck it. Uh, one less voter to worry about. Uh, most speakers at public comment were in support of the resolution. Including one speaker who... Wasn't speaking, may have spoken about the vaccination resolution, but also spoke about John Gibbs and his assistant, his new assistant, who's a pile of shit. Uh, One speaker came up and said, why all the outrage about John Gibbs, new assistant, but no outrage when my daughter was, uh, uh, I don't know, said sexual things about my daughter online. Boy, that's weird. I can't imagine who would do that. That's weird. We'll have to cover that. And who are these Ottawa County fascists? That's bizarre. Um, quote from one of the speakers, this anti-vax, this isn't anti-vax. This is just pro-informed consent. Parents can make the best decisions for their families when they have all the information. And that is all this resolution is about. Yeah. To me, none of this really matters. If you were going to get the shot before you'll get the shot again. If you got the shot before you'll get the shot again or the vaccination, they like to call it a shot. It's a vaccination. I'm calling it a vaccination. You can call whatever the fuck you want. 
It's not the government's job or responsibility to tell us how to raise our kids, says uh, this Kurt Meppelink of Zeeland Township. Well, maybe, uh, maybe not. I tend to think that if the government is interested in the common, the greater good, they should be able to put a vaccination in you uh, to keep you from hurting yourself or hurting others. But that's just me. Most people uh, probably wouldn't agree with that. And uh, that is not the norm, but that's what I believe. That's why I can never be uh, one of you asshole libertarians. You asshole libertarians agree with these wackos in Ottawa County. Yeah, it's all about medical freedom. No, it's not. It's about public health, you dick. Don't ever call me a libertarian. A few commenters expressed concern about a proposal. Oh, I'm late. I'm on dear meathead time. Shit. Fuck. God damn it. I'll have to come back to that. Let's bring dad in. Hello. Hello, dad. How you doing, my man? You were probably wondering where I was. (laughs) Yeah, where were you? I uh I, I kind of lost track of time. Uh, you just got stuck in the outhouse. Yes, yes. Well, I'm 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 not up north now. Yeah, I know that. But yes, well, that, I, I thought I did. You know. Yeah. So anyway, sorry I'm late. Hey, I didn't even think about it. I was just sitting here analyzing my back background uh, with, uh, with Joanne. Did you say you're analyzing your background? Yeah, we're thinking about it and analyzing. Oh, wow, what a wonderful well, thing it was. Not yeah, it, it sounds like the it's... The word a, was remembering, yeah. but I could not remember it. When, when you said analyzing, it made it sound like you were working for the FBI or something. <laughs> I'm doing <all> that. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's always good to hear your voice. Hope you guys are doing great. Thank you. I'm ready for the battle, so bring uh, it on. Okay, good deal. Um, several folks have uh, are ready to battle with you right now. I've got questions ready oh. to go. All right. Uh, Adam asks, so, Meathead, uh, Eric has been uh, in radio or, or broadcasting for quite some time. Do you remember... Your thoughts when Eric said he wanted to do this for a living? Believe you me, that's a difficult task for me to bring it on. I don't remember a thing about it. I do. Now, my wife does. She's my... uh, He was upset because you were going to school to be a doctor. Well... Did you hear that? Well, uh, it uh, wasn't exactly a doctor. It was uh, health-related. Yeah. Yeah, there was a time when I actually quit school. I bet that was frustrating. I don't have a I just don't have any memory. No, I remember. I I mean I'm just telling you, I remember you were like, What? But then I eventually went back and whatever, but um, you know, yeah, it was all it was all topsy turvy. Well, I'm glad I got enough brain as I have. Uh it probably isn't a whole lot, but that's good. 
Are you talking about your brain? Yeah. All right. All right, I got you. Uh, I got to write that down. My brain, I don't have a whole lot, but what I got is good. Yeah, right. Okay, I agree. Um, really, that's good. I laugh. I know you do, and so does Joanne, and that's that's important. Oh, she's my king, queen of laughter. Dad, uh, Adam also, he is aware of something that I used to do back in the day. Uh, he asks if you remember from when the time I was selling Amway products. <laughs> I do. Uh, Joanne, I have a vague memory of it. It was a bad I deal. I don't know how you did it and whatnot, you know. I think I gathered you all around up at my place in Mount Pleasant and made you listen to my my sales pitch. You did. Uh, uh, Joanne, uh, she, she's a king, queen of brain. She really is. Yeah, that's a great title. She's the King Queen of Brain. Yes. Oh my God, she she remembers a lot of things. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was a time when I was, uh, you know, I thought I could sell you those products and stuff. So it took a couple months, and then I realized this is uh this is not what I want to do. No. She remembers that. It's a real pain in the ass, frankly. I think uh, I think you guys were all looking at each other's side eye like, uh-oh, we're just going to have to nod our head and get the hell out of here. <laughs> Can you believe what our lives have been through? And then, oh my, and then where, where, what we were and where we are now? Yes, yes. Uh, Mark writes this he uh he says good morning joanne good morning meathead and uh good morning mark he says uh well you know it's been a lot of years you've been a big broadcast star meathead and joanne uh he says you have fans all over the globe and uh he says do you ever uh remember you have remember any dj's that you would listen to regularly when you moved to the U.S.? Like, what was it like when you first discovered the radio? I don't know if you had radio back in Iran. Uh, yes, we did, as a matter of fact. We had one radio, and it, it was in one language. So you'd listen to the Iranian radio station? No, it was in, uh, what, what, I can't think of what language it was. Farsi. It was in Farsi, yeah. That's correct. Okay, so... We had a radio. That's all it was. You listened to the Green Hornet. See, my wife remembers how I remember about the Green Hornet. Wow, so those are like uh, radio dramas, I think that's what they were called. Yeah, radio was used used in a different way. They would have stories on the radio and things like that. Yeah, I, I parked right in front of her every morning. And listen to the whatever is going on. I don't remember. So it, was it the Green Hornet when you were in, when you were listening to the Green Hornet in Iran? Yes. Wow. Yes. Was the Green Hornet? Did he have a car? Or did he ride a camel? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I have no clue what he rode. He rode a jackass. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
Um, let's see. I don't know if I asked you this one yesterday, the other day. Uh, actually, let me let me just move on. Uh, okay, this question. Uh, Meathead, are you familiar with the Great Pyramids of Egypt? Uh, I have uh, some things, but I don't really remember anything about it. Okay. The tallest pyramid. Yeah, yeah, the big giant pyramids. He say, he, his, yeah. his question is, what do you think they used those for? I think it was strictly decorative. Oh, like uh, almost like if you're in your house, you have a vase. Better yet, how did they no. No, I don't. I don't remember the details, but uh, it was. Uh, we go out there to uh, look at the uh, pyramids. Yeah, say hey, there you go. That's let, let's build something that people will visit to. I, I I thought I read that they were a tomb. Yeah, and how did they build them, Eric? That's the question. Yeah. Huge. Get those bricks up there. Some people have suggested it was like alien life forms. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the one, the, the one memory that I have uh, of my childhood, not childhood, but semi-adulthood, maybe, or to remember things, was uh, we just didn't remember. We had the city circle <laughs> that, uh, like, when they hang people out off of a... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big tourist destination. Yeah, we, we would go and hang around and watch it. Yeah, so it's either you can go see the pyramids or watch people be executed. Yeah, we, we see the hang body hanging and they wouldn't even bother us. Yep, yep, that's a good time, that's a good time. So, I mean, that was a way of punishment. Oh my yeah, God. That's, a, that's really incredible, frankly. If you're a criminal, man, they'd hang you up to City Hall. No, they cut your hand off if you stole. Well, if you stole, yeah, they would remove your hand. Oh, my God. Square. Oh, the city square was a place to be. I don't know if it was. It sounds like it was a terrible place to be. Yeah, uh, but it wouldn't bother us to watch that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's really crazy. You've, you've had a lot of weird things happen to you over the over the years. Yes. Uh, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, uh, actually he writes, Dear Maverick slash Meathead, have you ever wanted to write a book? And if, and if you did, let's just say you did, what kind of a story would you tell? Would it be your life story or would it be a work of fiction? Like, I don't know, you're a Navy pilot or something like that. It would have been, uh, absolutely the thing that I went through because, uh, I just, my memory doesn't go that far uh, to come up and uh, analyze all of that stuff. Can you think of maybe the scariest thing that ever happened to you in all of your years? Oh, boy. I couldn't tell you anything. No? Nothing stands out? Oh, yeah. Coming to America was a scary thing. Okay, yeah, I bet that was. You know, you don't know who to... Uh, you well, all by myself. In 16 or 20 years. Uh, how old was I? I don't know. You said 16, the boys say 20. I don't know what you were. Uh, all alone and then... Oh, I remember the one thing 
was the most horrifying thing. I arrived in America here and in, in this part of the world. Yeah. And and I'm supposed to be picked up by my uncle. Yes. And you're just a boy. And I was just a young kid, you know. And there was nobody in that, uh, uh, what do you train call them, train station. Yeah. Nobody. You, it's frightening. Just a bunch of it's like you were just hung. It's like you were just hanging from a tree with a parachute. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then the only money I had was fifteen dollars. I never forget that. Oh, for God's sake! Didn't you have yeah, a rug so with you? It, didn't Didn't Grandma give you a rug? And she said, "Hey, this is a Persian rug. It's top. You can get a ton of cash." Give me a little rug. Pretty big one, but I tucked under my arms and my head. Or yeah. I'm hanging on to that. I had a huge suitcase, which this carpet was in it. Okay. And then did you end up selling the rug? No, I just uh, stood around and stood around and I started to walk. Okay. I thought you were like, hey, somebody buy this rug and you sold it for like a hot dog. Uh, I mean, I left the building. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know how this, this guy... Got in the taxi, 15 bucks left of all of them. Yeah. And uh, I got on a taxi. I had it written down where I'm going to go. And he says uh, he'll do it for $15. Okay, and that got you to, like, the next spot you had to be. That that sounds terrifying. Oh, man. Then I got there. I don't know whose house I'm going to go to. Damn it. The houses are different. The streets are different. Pitch dark. God, you were vastly underprepared. You're walking around New York looking for a hot dog with a rug in your hand. <laughs> oh, God. It's not funny. Yep, yep. Um, okay, Dad. Um, Mike writes says, Dear Meathead, my friend has a habit of smelling his wife's friend's hair. When she, whoa, 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 whoa. So this guy, uh, he'll be there, and his his uh, his wife has a friend, and he's always smelling her hair. What is your opinion? Is this Mickey Mouse behavior? Hmm. I really didn't understand what they did, you know. Joanne, Joanne, tell him. That's weird. Yeah, so that guy, that guy better see a psychiatrist. So, like, if 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 you have a friend that comes over and tries to, and Joanne tries to smell his hair, that would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, it definitely would be. Uh, find out what shampoo she uses and get a free wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good deal. I, I don't. Is, is that the smell that he's I, in, I think it. I think he is. I think that's what it is. I think there's something wrong with the guy. I mean, the only thing you'd have on your hair is some kind of a shampoo, uh, shampoo or um, perfume, maybe or cologne or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 A lot of people nowadays are putting cologne on their hair. Well, I remember being told that. You should never do that because uh, you lose your hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? No cologne on the hair. I mean, that's what I remember. All right. Something, 
Don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to lose your hair. You must have been squirting out your hair. Yep. I don't know. We didn't have money enough to buy colognes and that. No, you didn't no. have any of that stuff, for Not God's here. sake. Oh, when we got here, maybe when I got to America, so I got involved in uh, shenanigans. In America, I got involved in shenanigans. Yeah. Nobody hung from a town square. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Oh, that was a... I told you how they punished... Uh, yeah, yeah, just like, like three minutes ago, you told us. Yeah, well... That's the, first, that's the second thing I lose. Um, all right, Dad, I'm looking back at some of your uh, uh, highlights from this episode. My brain, uh, my brain don't have a, uh, I can't even read it. My brain don't have a whole, what I got is good. <clears throat> and then you said, uh, your wife is the king queen of brain. She is. And uh, in America. She is. Uh, I forgot what else that I wrote. That's it. Hey, I appreciate you guys. I love you so much. I love you too, honey. I love you too. You say hello to your honey. As always, she's the best. She just she just went back to school today. Oh, okay. So stay healthy until next week. Okay. Just... <laughs> okay, I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for the laugh. Yep, as always. <laughs> All right, there you go. See it. There you go. Dear Meathead. Oh, my God. What a... Holy cow, that's always spectacular. So I can't believe I almost forgot him again. I was on a roll about something. I don't remember what now. Fuck. Holy shit. Um, some references there to the story I talked about on Patreon. Some of you get that. Some of you don't. Okay. Uncle Goose, I see a reference. Ashley says, does Eric need a life alert without Pooh Bear being in the house? Not a bad idea. Um, it's important that you sign up for the Patreon to hear the story that I was just referencing about calling Dad Maverick. There's a couple other uh, references, too. You must go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for free and just listen to the Patreon bonus podcast from Monday. You have to. You will not believe this. There was a revelation made around the campfire uh, when I was up north. And my mouth was open and Diana's mouth was open. And I was like, wait, what? What? You're telling me what? Could not believe it. Um, all right. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. Before I go, thank you to King's Room Barbershop. Boy, Andy and Colleen are just phenomenal. Two fantastic business owners working together, making sure that dudes around West Michigan get great haircuts three locations for you to choose from Northland Drive Caledonia and now they are moving to a new location 
This uh, this is the last month for the folks at King's Room Barbershop in the Rogers Plaza Shopping Center. They're moving to 36th Street, 821 36th Street, right next to the costume, costume room, five minutes away, 821 36th Street in Wyoming. Um, they're working tirelessly to get that done before uh, September 1. Don't know for sure, but it'll be sometime September. It's it's a lot to get all that stuff moved. But anyway, go to kingsroom.net. That's where you go. Check out the services, what they'll do for you. You know, everything is pretty much uh, less than 20 bucks. There's a couple of things you can spend money on, a little more, more money on, but uh, they are absolutely fantastic. A great place for guys and boys to get their hair cut. King's Room Barbershop. So if you're... Uh, in the market where in the past you've gone to Jude's or Lady Jane's or Sport Clips. Do not go back to them. Go to these two great local business leaders, Colleen and Andy Skyver, husband and wife, business partners, and have them cut your hair. Um, no appointments necessary. They don't even take appointments. Everything is walk-in, and they got a back-to-school sale going on right now. That uh, I take that back. It ended yesterday. But regardless, great place to get your hair cut. Support the locals. Support King's Room Barbershop online at kingsroom.net. Chris says, greatest story ever. Chris is referring to uh, the Patreon show on Monday. There is not... Anything in this world that can surprise me. Except I was absolutely stunned with what I learned over the weekend that I talked about on Monday. I actually said to the two people telling it, are you fucking with me? Is this a bit? Let me just tell you, my dad, this can never come up to him has been living, uh, I guess, a double life. Would you guys say that, who know the story? Does that sound like he's been living a double life? He's at the very least... No, I can't even say another word about it. You got to go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane to hear it. The Monday show. Oh, my God. Tyler said I was laughing so hard during that story. You'll put your hand over your mouth and go... (gasps) Oh, my God. What? So true. All right. I mentioned King's Room Barbershop. Thank you to them. Thank you to Excellent Installation. That is uh, Jacob Bennett. Formerly Bennett Flooring Installation is now Excellent Installation. 616-318-0167 when you want your flooring installed right have it done by excellent installation some folks just go and they go to wherever uh excellent installation will i mean if you buy the flooring in advance hardwood vinyl plank laminate ceramic carpeting have it installed by excellent installation buy it ahead of time have them install it. it is the cheapest way to have flooring installed professionally is by Excellent Installation, formerly Bennett Flooring Installation. 
Call Jacob at 616-318-0167 to get the flooring installed right the first time. Thank you very much to Excellent Installation. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage encourages you to call uh, the number one mortgage professional team in all of America. 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. Offices throughout the United States. States. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Whether it's your first mortgage, you know, you're looking to buy a $150,000 house, your first home starter, you know, I get it. They'll help you every step of the way. Perhaps you've owned several homes and you want to add another one. Or perhaps you're selling your old home. Or perhaps you're going to do the old buy and flip. You need a mortgage. 231-332-6505. That seems real tantalizing to me. The idea of uh, buying like four homes up north. I I was passing this along to Pooh Bear, this idea. Let's go. uh, I'll do the podcast but we're going to buy like four or five properties and then relatively close to each other for getaway spots for people. And then we rent them out Airbnb, uh, 150 bucks, 200 bucks a night. And then our jobs is to clean them. So people come in for however long and then we clean them when they leave. And then that's our income. Um, I would love that. And she goes, I'm not doing it. And I go, we could live up in Grayling in the property. She goes, no, I go, why not? She's too boring. I need people. I go, fuck that shit. She's not. I got to convince her. I think I can convince her. I would love that. And then you all could come up for a party. No. Negative. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Don't go anywhere. I got to go tinkle again. Let's go around the dial. Radio dial. Radio Dad, what's going on on the fucking radio? What's going on on the radio? Shit, yeah. Other water systems, let's say, are They had to take the promised land. Minutes, just we're banking some time. Back onto the airport. Oh, yeah, we know what that is. Uh, she just really likes food. She really likes treats. <laughs> she really likes food. As you can see. Uh, 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And. I hate that this is called country music. Hipster. Professional grade breaks from the professional parts. Oh, oh, oh. Joan Jett is a goddess. Ow. Attack! 
Grant Program. Support. Cal Poland on the 2nd of June. Parker Gordon Fox. There. The River, Billy Joel, and my Andy Rat. As we continue in your workday, stress-free and commercial-free. We have more commercial-free hours than anyone. Workday, stress-free and commercial-free. How do you know it's going to be stress-free, Andy? a great way to keep that workday going. From 100.5, The River. Ooh, baby, I love you. Oh, my God. What the fuck was all that? Every day. I kept my cool. I ain't no fool. Let me tell you what Take a letter, Maria. I packed some Election. That's because the areas where the delays have been. See what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I guess if, if, like, I'm, if you book how you're supposed to book, and you, let's just say, Vancouver for some stranger. Like, John Moran is not light skinned. I'm talking about you. Yeah, no, no, I know, boo. Thank you, boo. She was talking about me. What's your name? Kennedy. Kennedy, what celebrity would you this want to radio have, station uh, have a one night called Black baby. People? Ooh, that, make, that makes sense. That makes Wait, sense. Dominique. Oh, girl, let not the Wait. I don't know. Not the government. You got me stuck on the side of you. I keep dreaming of you. They're to be knocked out. So I, I showed the cops that I was... That is... There ain't shit on the radio. That's what we need to officially call this segment. There ain't shit on a radio. I don't know how it survives. I honestly don't. Take a letter, Maria. That was the best thing on there was the R.B. Greaves song. Take a letter, Maria. It's a song about a guy and he wants to leave his wife. So he says to his secretary, Maria, take a letter. He makes the secretary write the breakup letter. What the fuck? All right. Um, where where was that? There was a little bit more about this Ottawa County thing that I was getting into. Um, so I think I left it at uh, uh, reviewing with Stu McAllister, the Ottawa County fascist. The other thing that came up is Ottawa County is looking, they have a, it's the, the budgets are due. It's a time of year when like uh, businesses, uh, come up with their bud- their budgets, and in, in this case, uh, a county. Like, what they plan on spending uh, during the next year. And Joe Moss, the guy who is the leader of the pack in Ottawa County, he said, yeah, we're going to have to tighten our budget. Uh, we're spending too much money. Now, never mind the fact that they spend uh, way more than they should the fact that they're paying off the previous county administrator, his salary and paying John Gibbs, a King's ransom on top of that. So it's uh county administrator administrator times two. The fact that Gibbs has demanded a, an assistant 
which puts the county on the hook for north of on the hook for north of a hundred thousand dollars in addition. Um, this is a, a series of missteps, not to mention the amount of money spent on the Coleman Legal Group uh, for all of the various uh, reasons that you would have more than you had in the past because of all the challenges that are at place in place right now, including the uh, health officer Adeline Hambly. She's fighting the county to keep from being fired. When they started working with, uh, when they were sworn in this commission, all these Ottawa impact pieces of shit, first thing they did was they tried to hire the, or fire the health director for no good reason. Well, she was able to get a court to block that, and that's still ongoing, but she still works for the county. They wanted to bring in some guy who is an HVAC repairman who has no qualifications who is a psychopath just like all of them. That fell apart because she fought it, and she is fighting it. And hold, hold, hey, no, no. Darla, come here, come here. Runs away. So the health department is putting their budget together, and this is the way, okay. This Adeline Hambly is still the health director. They don't want her there. They presented to her this week. We are cutting your budget as the for the health department of Ottawa County by um, over 60%. And they're making no other cuts to any other portions of of the uh, of Ottawa County that that depend on the budget funding to survive. The only thing that the these assholes are cutting is the budget of the health department. Now, in order for that office to operate in the past year, they had a budget of six point four million dollars. Um, and. They're cutting it down to $2.5 million. <laughs> God. So, and she has till Thursday, tomorrow, to present it. So she has to make these sweeping cuts by Thursday. Now, my guess is they're doing that just to fuck her up. And if she doesn't have it presented by Thursday in a clear, concise form, that would give them another reason to quote unquote fire her or she'll just quit because now she doesn't, she can't, she doesn't have the money to really do anything. This all comes to us because of COVID. These assholes still have an ax to grind over COVID. At this meeting the other night, Last night, a few commenters ex- commenters expressed concern about the proposal to cut Ottawa County Health Department funding over 60%. Because at the Monday Finance Administration Committee special work session, Joe Moss proposed that cut. Adeline Hambly said County Administrator John Gibbs asked her to make the budget reduction with a nearly 50% reduction by the close of business Thursday. So I'm guessing it started at over 60%. And then Gibbs said, no, let's just make it nearly 50%. We're working with you. We're making you cut your budget, not by more than 60%. We're, in fact, we're reducing it. 
nearly 50% of your budget. You can, you can handle that, can't you? Uh, quote, proposed, proposed budget reductions of this size will significantly impair and likely eliminate various public health services and the health department's ability to maintain public health and safety, read the letter in part. It is ridiculous to expect that services in 2024 could be completed with a budget below 2009 funding levels, which was the recession year. Uh, We all get that Ottawa impact is anti-vaccine, but you are doing a disservice to those who depend on the public health department service and are exercising their parental rights to have their child immunized, said a Port Sheldon Township resident during public comment. Republican Commissioner Jacob Bonama, who cut ties with Ottawa Impact in March and was censured by his own party in June, somehow supported the resolution. How? I think maybe, is he trying to get back in the good graces of Ottawa Impact? How can you say that, yeah, this is a good move, this is a power move. Cut the the budget of the health department by 50%. My God, what a shit show. Never a dull moment. God damn. What a bunch of fools. We are surrounded by fools here in Ottawa County. Uh, Joey, Joey Go Blue writes, Moss is pissed because he can't grow a beard. Uh, Kyle says GOP fiscally responsible, spend more than what you have and then complain about government spending too much. Tyler says, I feel bad for that lady, Adeline Hambly. I can't imagine working with stupid people like them who don't want you there. Ridiculous. Uh, all right, let's review a fight. This one, I have I saw it going around some time ago, but I hadn't really gotten to it, and it was just sent to me again. Uh, it is a fight breakdown, which I like to do. This one in the halls of our one of our schools, one of our nation's fine institutions. Uh, brown shirt, baseball hat guy is going to assault backpack kid. Backpack crock kid. I love the fact that kids are like, yeah, it's totally cool to wear sweats, black socks, and crocs to school. So this hillbilly probably had a problem with what he was wearing and then assaulted him. However, black socks, crocs gets the upper hand and, uh, he fights as he powers through and wins the battle and brown shirt kid. He takes the loss and not only is he brown shirt kid, but he turns out to be brown pants kid. All right, let me back it up. You see the initial assault. So socks and black socks Crocs gets hit, but it doesn't really phase him too much. The kid comes in with a sucker punch, brown shirt, soon to be brown pants, comes in with a sucker punch. But I think the kid saw it at the last second, if you notice. See right there, the kid's looking at him. Brown shirt leads with the right, connects. 
Now the floor is apparently coated with bacon grease. The two are just swinging wildly. Now right here, uh, Black Sox Crocs is going to land a strong right. Right there. Now that's the one. Did you see that deal? Right here. So this kid throws and he misses. Now he's off balance. That is key. And it was a terrible punch too. He didn't even step into it. If he noticed brown shirt, he just swings his arm right there. Now he's off balance. And then uh, black, black sock croc is going to really turn into this stiff right, right on the button. And that's enough to send brown shirt down. And that also makes him a not only brown shirt, but brown pants. And everybody reacts to that big stiff right by Black Sox Crocs. Fight's basically over at that point, but brown shirt gets up. Now at this point, you see right here in his left leg, there's a dark spot. That's feces. He has actually shit his pants. And it's going to spread throughout his pants here. Uh, Somehow, I guess that punch to the button from Black Sox Crocs fucked him up real good. And uh, the the rest of the students are going to notice this at this point. So they pick up on what has happened and they start to comment. Listen closely. Everyone's going to shit himself. I I don't know if brown shirt, brown pants guy, if I, if I, if I know I've shit myself and I'm hearing the rest of the class making fun of me because though I'm fighting, I shit my pants. I just get up and run away and I don't ever go back to the school. Oh no. Oh God. I, I I can't imagine. He must have really gotten punched or something. That one punch that caught him right on the chin. It just knocked him out temporarily and he lost control of his bowels. Can you imagine yourself in school and that happens to you as Stevie says he literally beat the shit out of him? Oh my God. If you are a bully and you try to attack somebody like that and you get the shit literally beat out of you, you can never go back to that school. You just, okay. You walk out of the school with the shit in your pants and then, um, I don't know, just never go back there. Go and roll. And some mom says, what happened to you? Well, I got the shit beat out of me, uh, figuratively and literally I pooped my pants uh, while I was trying to fight a guy who I was bigger than, and he fucking beat me up. Rick from TC Paintball says, all I can hope for here is that the big hillbilly started it. If he was getting bullied and then threw the first punch in frustration, this sucks. Yeah, you're right. Um, but let's just uh, generalize here. Based on the gear that the hilljack was wearing, he had to be the bully. If you're a kid wearing black socks and Crocs, 
There's no way that Black Sox and Crocs was bullying anybody. Darla, I hear you. There's no way. It had to have been the hillbilly was the bully. Darla is moaning for some reason. What? What? He doesn't want to play with you. He wants to go to bed. Leave him alone. Come on. Quit it. Uh, I guess we don't know for sure who was the uh, who was the bully. Let me look at some of the comments here on this. Uh... This person writes, fighting when you got a load brewing is a huge mistake. About shit myself, get my ass whooped by a Samoan dude. Dude jumped me on my way to take a big one. I stood no chance. Couldn't even try to fight back. Just concentrated on, brah, don't unclench your cheeks. I succeeded. Kid in the white shirt has decent ground game. This person says, yeah, you got to move to a different country now. That, that's what I was saying. You can't, you can't uh, shit yourself. Uh, starting a fight with a sucker punch and ending up shitting yourself is a wild turn of events. This person adds the ultimate high school experience. Who initiates a fight while needing to take a Dairy Queen dump? Dave writes, there's no coming back from that. You're either going to homeschool or changing districts, which is exactly what I was saying. My God. Yeah, no word as to what any more of the background. But that was uh, spectacular. God damn. Shitting yourself while you're fighting. Ugly. We all can agree that we hope the pants shitter was the bully. All right. Everybody seems to be laughing at the Darla noises in the background. She was just laying there on her back with her paws in the air going, wow, wow, wow. I don't know. Stevie adds, man, good thing the internet isn't forever. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's legendary. You know? Um, this is why uh, uh, suicide is so high among young people. Because they get humiliated online. I mean, if I was a teenager uh, and that happened to me, I could. it actually makes an argument that with that type of humiliation... You want to really uh, be very, very careful about that. Like, if you're the mom and dad of the hillbilly kid, you, uh, in addition to wanting to move districts and start all over, you got to really take him out of school for the year. And to navigate that, you got to put him on some type of, like, suicide watch. I I'm not even being a smartass here. Because imagine the humiliation it goes around the world 10 times of you getting beat up while you shit your pants my god that fucking sucks ryan says that dude's asshole should literally be the asshole of the day 
Brown shirt sphincter failed that little fuck. Exactly. It's a great idea. Make his asshole the asshole of the day. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be hosting the huge show tomorrow and Friday with Jeff Risden. The final game of the Lions preseason schedule. Thank God. So we can finally get to talking about the Lions regular season schedule. There's been a lot of talk about Jamison Williams and him being a bust. And I don't know how people can possibly say that. What a uh, Pat Caputo posted an, an article that they made a mistake in drafting him. It's like, how can you possibly say that? It was a uh, uh, recover last year, recovering from a devastating knee injury. You're not going to get anything out of him last year. Outside of the gambling incident. And he got injured. Which you could argue that the first one is not a gambling incident. He made a bet on not pro football, but something else doesn't matter what. And he happened to do it when he was like uh, on the team bus. Somehow they found out about that. And that's a no-no. It's a ridiculous no-no. You should be allowed to bet on the NFL during the game. Like, on the play. Like, if you're in the huddle, you should have a fucking cell phone and say, uh, will Jamison Williams score a touchdown on this next play? Yes. $5,000. Put the phone in your back pocket and then go score a touchdown. That'd be great. And it should be, like, on the screen, what JMO bet on. I don't know why they have such a problem with betting. Who gives a fuck? But these people are already indicting this guy saying he's a bust. He's not a fucking bust. Give him, a, give him some time. He hasn't played one game healthy. And of course he won't. Not till uh, six games in. So everybody needs to relax. That'll be a hot take on the huge show. And I mean, that actually is a hot take. That's a great take. You know how that is in sports? If you're like saying something that's like uh, off the beaten path, little off the reservation, little out there, they say that's a hot take. Well, that's a hot take, but one that's actually fantastic. All right. There you go. That's the schedule. You got uh, Irvine. Okay, tomorrow is like this. Huge show starting at three. Directly to Irvine's. Directly to Beltline Bar. And then go home, go to bed. Before that, okay, let's back up. Today, today, uh, you got, who are these Justins? You got Ben and Eric. That's a full day right there, in addition to what we have here. Uh, And then tomorrow, I already told you about. Friday, what am I doing Friday? Oh, huge show, and then directly after huge show, Bosco's Pub, world's greatest French fry maker. Which, by the way, I suggested to Doug. I go, I got a great idea. What is it? You take the um, mozzarella sticks that, you know, if you buy, either they're put on the Luigi burger, you buy a, uh, six moth sticks in marinara. Take the moth sticks and buffalo them. Put them in the bowl and toss them. Okay? And then you toss uh, the buffalo marinara 
I'm sorry, buffalo mozzarella sticks and serve it with blue cheese and ranch as opposed to regular plain old mozzarella sticks and marinara. Now, he goes, we are, it's already, we we got enough menu items. Dougie will lose his mind if he has to add another step to making something. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so so great. Basically, you're just going to have the same menu all the time. Just take something off the menu, put something on. He looked at me like I was crazy. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to actually make that. Uh, the easy buffaloed mozzarella sticks. I'm telling you. Um, so I'll be there making French fries starting at about 620 on Friday. Come see me. And when you get there, tell the server, I'm here to see Eric Zane. Where's Eric Zane? I'll come out and uh, I'll say hi to you. And then Saturday, what's going on Saturday? Oh, I am, uh, the Metro cruise is, um, is going on. And, uh, with the local public access TV station, I will be on recording the dream cruise event with a bunch of classic cars for public television. The legendary Kim Carson and your old pal EZ will be together. If you want to hang out with me to see us do the recording of that, you need to be near the uh, Woodland Mall, at the Woodland Mall, right by the Von Maurer stores. The Von Maurer stores will be the backdrop for this TV show. Easy, Kim Carson, and you. Come see me there. We'll be recording starting the show starting at 8 p.m. on Saturday. Part of the Metro Cruise. Wait a minute. Or does it start at 7? I think it starts at 8. I don't know. Sunday is Fantasy NFL Draft at Kelly's house. It's going to be fun. You're wondering what that noise is. Darla is chewing a bone and on the desk leg. Stop. God. Pain in the ass. Okay. Uh, thank you so much to Berlin Raceway. Online at berlinraceway.com. Buy tickets for racing this weekend. Counting this weekend, you only have three weekends left. Berlinraceway.com for tickets. They're $14 when you buy them online. You can even buy them online in the parking lot on the day of the race, minutes before the race. Um, parking is free, 15 and under, free. Berlinraceway.com. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, you don't need to worry about the furnace today. It's going to be hot as hell today and tomorrow, but uh, nevertheless, that day is coming. Get the furnace checked out. Schedule your appointment now at 616-516-8579. You have to get these pieces of equipment in your home checked twice a year. The furnace and the AC. Do it with A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. I have a Patreon. Sign up for it, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, love it so much. Thank you so much for being part of it. Today, two more shows happening, three more shows happening, counting the Patreon bonus. Try it for seven days free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay. Asshole of the day. 
Where is, what the fuck? Ah, oh, hell, it fell. Hang on. Damn it. I think actually our TV show starts at 7 p.m. But I got to double check. I'll let you know. I think it is 7. I don't know why I thought it was 8. Your asshole today is brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh, It has to be the kid who shit his pants, his asshole. As Ryan suggested, the asshole's asshole. That is your winner of the asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Nick writes, first mozzarella stick is great. By the fourth, I'm sick of them. Oh, dude, I could eat all of them. You know, if you eat six mozzarella sticks, you're pretty much not going to shit for like weeks. Okay. Uh, Tyler writes about Jameson Williams. The Lions traded up to get him and have gotten nothing out of him. Stupid on the Lions as he was injured already when they did that. He is approaching bust status, but not quite there yet, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, I I can't say that it's stupid of them. How could you possibly say that? He hasn't had the opportunity to even do anything. Are you only suggesting that it was stupid? I mean, last year was a wash. It wasn't stupid then. What's changed? The fact that he's missing six games, big fucking deal. Stupid rule. Give him a break. Uh, Pants shitter should have had mozzarella sticks before fighting. It's a good point. Okay, that's it. The show's in the books. I appreciate you. Talk to you on the Patreon. Till then, bye-bye.